Ladies and gentlemen, Hard Nosed Derby Podcast. We're back. This one here, like I said, I just got back from that float trip. Still trying to get back into being alive-ish. My fucking kidneys hurt when I got back. Two cases of beer. Two cases of beer. A handle of apple pucker. And 150 150 jello shots. shots. And Friday night, I drank an entire fifth of whiskey. (laughs) Yeah, Which High West yeah. Double Barrel Rye, if you like whiskey, go try that shit. What is it? High West High Double West. Barrel Rye. The shit's good. Some old rye whiskey, rye whiskey. And I evidently, I thought it was really fucking good. Because <laughs> I don't remember, but drinking like half of it. And I got up the next morning, my lady was like, how you feeling? I was like, oh, cloudy. It's cloudy. And I was like, i got to get something to drink. Well, naturally, I had found a Bloody Mary mix. It's called Filthy. So I had to buy it. So I get my plastic cup out, fill her full of ice, and I'm like, oh, fuck. There's that bottle of whiskey in the freezer. <laughs> and there's about, I don't know, half an inch of a shot. shot. I'm like, oof. No wonder I feel like shit. As I'm like, gluck, 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 gluck on this, on this vodka. You realize you're not like 23 anymore, right? I'm not, but that, I'm telling you, Saturday, I drank so much that I drank myself back out of being drunk. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I drank myself so Because <laughs> about 6.30, I was like, ooh. You're double drunk now. I was like, oh, I'm drunk as fuck. And <laughs> we were already back at the cabin at this point. Well, they're all cooking, and I'm like, man, fuck this. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> in party mode. Yeah. So I'm like trying to treat the shit like the state fair, bounce around, fucking games like games. You're the only person I know that would turn a float trip into the state fair. I mean, it was, I, I was having fun. I, that's what I told everybody. I was like, I guess you're always fun. Meter don't go as high. <laughs> Well, they're a little bit older, so it's not really the group that you would normally party with, you know. Well, I told them I was going to wear a fucking nutrient hat. You might hear some deliverance music and shit down there if you're doing that. I told them I was going to wear that nutrient hat, and that way nobody (laughs) knew that I worked for Logan. (laughs) Uh, Well, while you were gone, we took a little... Uh, really a staycation because we did crash in the hotel with the daughter. Uh, we went to California. Mixed emotions. Everybody kind of knows why. Um, but I did say, you know, when you got buddies that are going to those shows, I just kind of suck my pride in a little bit and and go support them guys. Um in the world of Derby, we all know everybody's secretive. Nobody knows who's going where, what the fuck they're taking, you know, so on and so on. World of Snapchats and shit, you kind of get a pretty good idea who's going to go. You just don't know all of them. Um, I told you, I was very, very impressed with a mower derby. Stop. And I'm telling you, stop. dude. You, you've told me to stop, but... I never saw one in person. That takes redneck fuckery to a whole different level. I've watched them. I, I have. I just, I couldn't. Have I you mean, watched them in person? Yeah. Yeah, because they used to have them in Warrington. And I've seen them in Warrington. They have a mile in one year. I watched them in a mile. 
it was cool for like the first three minutes to me. It just they can only do so much. The first class was a stock class, and there was probably I don't know sixteen or eighteen of them. You're talking about they had multiple classes of these. They had stock class, modifieds, and full modifieds. So there was fifteen or eighteen in the first. So what you see, like your Murrays and shit, craftsmen's, <laughs> craftsmen, <laughs> with NLR shifters and foot pedals for I'm, throttle. I'm taking my hustler. <laughs> Don't know how that will. Hundred eight inch cut, rear discharge. <laughs> I'm leaving the fucking deck on. Uh, and, and I think. I've seen the garden tractor pulls and that shit was boring. Really boring to me. You know, however many RPMs they hold just the whole time. Well, these guys were actually shifting. I mean, you'd hear it shift. And they were pulling wheelies. It was pretty enjoyable for me. Not so much the last two classes. When I got to the mod shit, there was just two in each class. Eh, not so much. But I really, really did truthfully enjoy the stock class. Um... Compacts. We're your, fit, shit on the <laughs> your favorite class was Alan Brown down was there sucking. Not in a compact. He was down there sucking Bud Lights down there watching <laughs> one. You know that's not the only reason they call him downtown Alan Brown. Right? I'm starting to learn this. He's loving compacts and Bud Light, and he had a ultra bottle in his hand, aluminum bottle. Um. Wasn't a big car count, but was Where the quality. fuck have you seen a big one Correct. this year? Nowhere. Not yet. Nowhere yet. Right. I mean, we've seen some decent car counts. Uh, everybody knew it was going to be fucked up this year. When you got 417 derbies in three fucking months, yeah. what are you uh, supposed to do? Yeah, there's 417 derbies, but there's 379 different promoters mm-hmm. with different rules. Yeah, we've seen it. Um, I think they had roughly seven or eight stock cars. They got it to fuck on them. Word. Like, like <laughs> Justin Meyer was doing Justin Meyer things. Oh, three things. And I told, I talked to him afterwards, and I said, you know, there's this when you're coming across the track sideways. I said there should be that little thing in the back of your head that says that. back off to straighten that. it up and then put your feet. He said, no, nah, fuck that. <laughs> he, that. He said, ain't near as much fun. Um. But because you've got to commend the dude, uh, because he don't give a fuck about parts. Zero, because he, I'm pretty nope. sure he cooked another motor. Hell, fuck. Nope. Throw another one together. Um, that's that's why I like this sport, and there's certain guys out there that I love to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of that, because he's you know he's not out there trying to trying to make money. Off oh no. Him. He don't give a fuck. Nope. He wants junk shit. Period. And he does that. Yeah. He got mad, dog. Yeah. There was an old boy in that stock class. I, who the fuck was that? I don't I know. watched the video. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know whether he had a killer set of gears or a badass motor. He had a badass motor. Okay, because all I could see was he was just overdriving the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. He, about that time he get that motherfucker lined out, he'd lay into it and he'd turn back around the other Yep. Uh, I've never, I, I've never even There's heard of his seven. name. Yep. Because he run a gut-and-go as well. And he drove his gut-and-go the same fucking way. 
the same way. Well, I, I finally I was laughing, giggling a little bit. I mean, nothing against the yeah. guy. Just holy shit. Yes. Because fuck, he'd see him one place, and then he'd pinball off a wall on the other side. He did more damage to himself than he did to anybody yeah. else. So what they did was a little bit different. They did have the 50-50 raffle. Everybody knows the 50-50, 50% you keep. 50% usually goes to some organization or something. Not there. That shit went to the overall Mad Dog. Plus the added money that sponsors and shit threw in. I'm not sure how much it was uh, together, but they gave a split Mad Dog to that number seven and Justin. But it could have been one out of any class. Right. Um, well, Justin was... Uh, that's the first time I've seen a car shoved up on the wall sideways. Mm-hmm. And not just like, hey, I'm just going to kind of nudge you up here on the No, dirt. she was plumb the fuck up on it. <laughs> yeah, she was plumb up on it. So we're going to start. I've been to California one time. A couple years ago, got to announce when... Uh, Martins were still. I've got a story about promoting. California, but Trey here, you might have talked about. It. <laughs> uh, the facility is cool as shit. I mean, um, but it looked like a track slick spot. It, they slimed it, but they shortened it because if you watched any of the video or you were there, there used to be damn close to the end gates, uh-huh. the white cattle gates. They shortened one end probably 30 foot and the other end probably 60 foot. So they necked it down a good 90 foot of what it could be. Uh, They put a little bit of slime on the top. The guys who were going wide open, just like you said, you know, they were a little more out of control. Oh, yeah. Um, But when you got a stock class of Trey Hewer. Justin Meyer, Levi Vance, T.J. Johns, Kayla Johns, um, and some other ones thrown in there. Usually got a pretty decent show. Congratulations to Bear Cub. Pulled out the win, T.J. in second, Justin in third. Uh, And then, like I said, that number seven, and, and Justin got the Mad Dog split. Street Stock. Mr. Downtown himself, plus Lil Chody, plus Twisted T, plus Mike and Austin White, Toby Chapman, Brock Smith. Quality cars. Quality. Uh, Alan fixed his Whiskey City car, so that's what he took. We all know that Alan took a drive shaft through the floorboard if anybody has Alan on Snapchat or Facebook sees what the outcome of Saturday night was with brand new drive shaft that isn't even out in production yet it was a twisted up fucking mouth <laughs> it was bad it, 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 it was bad um, it was a prototype that uh, Gabriel um up in Minnesota, try to come up with. And the picture, if you don't look at the curve, it's a wicked-ass idea. Um, I talked, did talk to Alan afterwards because Alan got to make one hit, and it did that. 
So he doesn't think it's a drive shaft issue. He thinks maybe it's a output shaft issue. Um, it had the same transmission in it, and it did it again. So that's one of those what-ifs and stupid shit happening. It, uh, Mike had took the suicide Lincoln. Um, What's crazy is he had that thing over to Allen's Saturday morning. Running like a top. Mm-hmm. Said it run good through tech. And instead of taking three minutes to get the motherfucker started, yep. pulled it on track. Yep. And then, uh... So it was all downhill from there. Yep. So... I don't know. That's some of that. So that's some more of that stupid shit that you got to go back to the drawing board and get it figured up. Uh, and I found out what happened to his boy. That motor was sold. Oh, he shut her down. Because, like I told you on the phone Sunday, he lost every ounce of water it had, and it wasn't doing no stupid shit. It wasn't squealing. It wasn't squalling. You know, it wasn't seizing up or nothing like that. But smart, S- smart into the. Because I don't think he was going to get any better than what he finished because he ended up third. Right. Um, then it come down to Cody and George. And George just kind of, he's going to be pissed that I said that. He stepped on it a little bit. He just put himself in a kind of a bad spot. And Cody just capitalized on it, you know, pushed him up on the concrete. That's how you do that shit. Bingo. Um. But I think Cody's got some. I think that motor gets to come out and go to Mr. Collier as well. It wasn't. He was losing oil. So after he, after they, you know, threw the checkered flag, I can see a little puddle. And he said it was running really flat. Where it turned, it just didn't sound crisp like a Collier motor does. You know, we all know what they sound like. And it just didn't sound like it has had the ramp. So whether it's cam or. Val Springs, something wasn't happy. But congratulations to Cody. I know old Twisted T was wanting that first dub, without a doubt. And I didn't really get to talk to him afterwards. I don't think he was really disappointed because he's still got a lot of car left. I mean, he can, he can take it somewhere else. Um, Cody's bent a little bit. Uh, Come on, shit down yeah, yeah, there's some hard shit. There was. Uh, but everybody come out with their fingers and toes all intact, and nobody got hurt that I saw. So that's always a plus. They always live to fight another day. Uh, your favorite compacts. Your favorite. <laughs> I they put on a pretty decent show. They really did. Uh, they they all run hard. When you got Brady Smith and Cody Bedsworth and Joshua Wood and Jordan Tobin, the Worthy boys, you know it, it was a good show. Worthy, uh, one of the Worthies pulled it out, and I think Brady might have got. I think Brady got second. Um, Which doesn't surprise me. No, no. Um, Gutting goes van things. I think the last four running were three vans and a Ford Ranger. Little Wardenhausen in the in the Ranger, he pulled off second, uh, and it. Jacob Wood won it. 
Uh, I don't know who the other van was, and then Kurt Turpin, he, he was in a van too. So, and I still saw it. <clears throat> we always said, we, we said after Shelbina, it's crazy to watch W bodies try to hit a van in the ass. Right. There was about a dozen of them that tried to do that instead of trying to clip them on the front wheel or what or whatever. Here, let's run them dead square up the ass of this van. Well, that don't work out real well. No, because honestly, it doesn't even look as cool as whenever you do it to a round back. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Correct. Like, because like, you get a good shot on one round back to blow the ass in the park. Mm-hmm. It looks cool as fuck. Oh, yeah. I've never got to see a van do that. No. It just makes them harder. Yeah. If they're not already harder than a wooden prick anyways. Um, I really never thought in the 10 years that I've been in the sport, you know, whether it was going, helping, whatever. That I'd be sitting here talking about how hard a fucking van is. <laughs> but what else? Well, he can't. Uh, boy does plan on going to Macon in his um, no riders there. But if you wanted, he'd probably let you ride Madison. If you want to feel how hard those vans really are. I don't are. know whether I'll make, be able to make it to Madison or not. Uh-oh. Dirty Sanchez's wedding. Yes, it is. Yeah, he's a. Uh... If I went to him now, he'd probably hit me in the dick because I had to send that text message that I wasn't going to be able to make it. And I said, uh, man, I'm sorry, I, I don't get to go. And I think he flipped me off or, <laughs> or something like that. I did think about taking the Mopar for one last ride and making. In Macon. Yeah. That is the next um, show that's coming up. Um, We did announce that MJC took uh, Macon. We also figured out that Macon's Fair Board wasn't doing it. It's their actual fire department. Mm -hmm. They just kind of had it thrown in their lap and and said, hey, let's, uh, here we go. Well, they called me and they were asking, you know, what I thought about it. And I was like, I don't know, man. Uh, Junior took over, you know, a few of mine. I said, he's, he's worth giving a phone call to. Yep. I mean, he's got a killer set of rules. Um, on the flip side of that, it did look like they lost. Shelby decided not to do a second derby. <clears throat> and I don't know if that has anything to do with each other. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just but we've, all, that. we've also talked about that as well, off air as well as on. Not every little town needs two derbies. Right. It they worked, never used to have it. They no, never used to have it. It worked good for me. I mean, it, yes. it was a good... It worked with, with my schedule. Mm-hmm. It worked great with my schedule. I mean, shit, the first year we had it, we had 90 cars there. 101. Yeah, that's right. We had 101 there. 101. But then there is that also that scenario that as soon as you do it once, they kind of expect the same shit from then on out. Yeah. You've, so you've got making the weekend before, and then if you're going to have Shelbana, then you've got P Hill the weekend after, and then two weeks after that is Madison, and then the same weekend as making a Slater. So that's what I'm saying. There's so much they're trying to cram into a month there. We thought that was maybe going to be our kind of a slowdown just for a little bit, and not really. Well, like I said, I'd really like to get this mobile finished off, and 
even if I don't run it, I'm going to send it somewhere with somebody. Uh, depends on if I'm if I'm freed up, I'm going to go run it. If not, somebody will be in that car at one of those derbies. I'm going to get my shit out of it. Yup. Your GM shit. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Does that like... It stings a little bit. I was Okay. I was just going to make sure. Since you finally came to the good side. You know, it's that type of pain like whenever you eat a bunch of salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> and then you bite your cheek. <laughs> well, or after that, you know, you, you take a drink of like a spicy Bloody Mary. Yeah. It's, it's that kind of pain. So it's not nothing you can't handle. But it's there. Just wasn't quite ready for it. Right. One of them. It's kind of not kind of like uh. That's where everybody's gonna shit this next car where you get it picked out, and it's uh, not a Mopar. It is not a Mopar. That sting even worse. Not really. I've been wanting to do it for a little while anyway. Yeah. Look at that ninety-eight oh two life. For a minute. I bought three of them. I was gonna say I thought you were going to the next year up. I was going to. I want to see what everybody's going to do rule-wise next year before I buy any more of them. Probably a good idea. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I really don't foresee them. Everybody out on them again. Right, but this is the last time I'm cutting on my fucking rear end. I can tell you that. (laughs) I will buy another. (laughs) Buy another rear end. Buy another one. This will be the third time I've cut brackets off this motherfucker. Yeah. And sticking it on top of leaf springs does kind of suck balls. That was rough. Because I bought, you know, it was one of those scenarios. Hey, man, I got this rear end. It's already been jigged. Blah, blah, blah. Put that motherfucker in there. You were there. That pain wasn't even close. Fucked. (laughs) Pinion angle was pointing at the package tray. Yeah, I was like, like, we can't do that. And they're like, well, maybe we can rotate them on these fucking, you know, on the shackles. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Give me the goddamn torch. So here we pull this motherfucker back apart. Cut it off, grind it down, oh, re-weld, fuck. re-measure, put it back in. That's right. For leaf springs now until I cut the fucking brackets off of it. Yep. Which I think for that 9802, I don't know, I'm going to have to look, but it didn't look like it was going to work because that Mopar, the leaf springs were narrow enough. I think they're going to be in... The way of my lower control arms. So you're going to have to cut them off. I think so. God damn it. You don't know how bad I hate to do that. That's when it's nice to have a set of like postal leaf spring. Well, I haven't completely (laughs) ruled out just buying another housing and throwing my shit over in it. Yeah. Um, Because I've got a good third member and all that bullshit. So... Next up, you know, next up for us to go to watch or announce, son of a bitch. I said announce. For somebody that's fucking retiring from announcing, they're announcing a lot of fucking Shut your face. Should I'm going to announce it on here. (laughs) I mean, you're a pretty good announcer. Go ahead. I'm officially um, have zero plans on announcing any shows next year, but one. Right. Unless he said that last year too. We said a lot of shit last year. (laughs) We said a lot of shit. Um, We have talked that 
to do the coverage that we need to do to make this work. I can't be tied down. Not on weekends. To a Madison show, to a Shelbina show, to a Macon show, wherever. Because if we, A, we get the offer, hey, don't you guys want to come back out here to Utah? Fuck you. Fuck yes. Gone. Sorry, dudes. I'm not a down. So I'm going to tell them at the end of this year, I'm going to tell everybody, guys, I'm sorry. I will not be announcing. And if I get to run three more times this year, like I'm planning on. You want to run three more times this year? Yeah. Motherfucker, you didn't tell me that. Well, if that's the case, and, I, man, I don't know. Like, I mean, I've talked to a lot of different people, but I've fucking thoroughly enjoyed getting to run. Yeah. You know, I mean, I have. I've, I've, I've had a goddamn blast. Um, you know, it, it definitely felt like I got to pull back and enjoy the sport that – enjoy the parts of the sport that got me into loving the sport. Yeah. Because I promise you it wasn't promoting that got me into this fucking shit. <laughs> I have promoted for the greater good. Uh, because I catch a lot of shit over, you know, well, you were letting this one do this. You are letting... No, I wasn't. I mean, I, I was never intentionally biased at any show because I was trying to better the sport. But uh, there's always going to be that dick kicker. All the time. That would bitch and complain. If you fucked him with a golden dick. Right. Period. 100%. So. But that that's damned what I'm saying. Damned if you do, like, damned if you don't. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, getting to run this year, you know, out at Whiskey City. You know, I know I had shit luck out there. Uh, coming back home, we put the fucking thing back together. Went to Madison. Uh, I had a fucking blast. Bad luck took me out there. Finally got, you know, went to Huntsville. Pulled off W. Nose low car count. Whatever. Finally got in the winter circle. Yeah. Fucking blast. Um, but and, but the, ch- the check was nice, and I'm not going to say it, it wasn't. The check was nice. But that probably wasn't even what excited you. Well, fuck no. It was finally, the hard work and shit had finally paid off. Like, regardless if there was three cars there or, or 30, like, that was my shit. That was my setup. That was the shit I put together. That was the mm-hmm. car I built. And... It had enough to be there at the end of it. Yeah. You know, which I've been close before. Over the last four years, I've had, I think, like four fucking fourth place finishes. You're just like, and that shit's discouraging. I don't give a yeah. fuck what anybody says. Yeah, it's nice to be up in there, but whenever you get down to it, it it's not enough. It's going to happen. I mean, like I said, you know, talking about Twisted Tea in California, it just... I'm sure he's kicking himself on the ass. And you will. But his his time will come. You know, he'll he'll get that. And when it happens. But, you know, I've, I've had several people tell me, you know, you can't win if you don't show up. Exactly. Exactly. And I ain't never seen nobody win from the fucking gay garage. These are facts. Ever. So that's, that's kind of what pushed me in that direction. I know that. I've had a lot of phone calls, you know, hey, you know, if you come back, I want you to do this show and this show and this show. And I'm like, you all are already (laughs) about 15 (laughs) steps ahead of where I want to be. Because I don't know that I will even have two shows. Uh, I'm going to try to find a rule set that matches up with everybody. People will have a place to go with their cars afterwards. 
because if I can't come to a common ground with somebody on a set of rules where I can send these guys after I do this team show, there's no sense in fucking doing it. Correct. Because that's not what the sport's about. That's not the direction I'm trying to take this sport. Me and you have talked. Um, there, there's been so many people that were sending texts and Snapchats and wanting this, do this, this many plates, this, this, allow this, this, this. And we even said it before our episode last week. You can't do that. You can't do that just for the simple fact that these guys do need to have some place to go. Well, and I know I've fucked with Huff a lot on this, this podcast. I do have to give him a little bit of acknowledgement because the motherfucker did message me and was talking about rules. Um, Swag, Josh Wagner, he got a hold of me. Hey, before all this shit drops, let's sit down. Well, I would be more than glad to send the motherfuckers his way. Correct. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yep. So maybe we can get Junior involved in this. Um, just because I'm not trying to take anything away from anybody else. I, I'm going to say that until I'm fucking blue in the face. If I had to get 150 cars there's which is what I want, I want to be able to turn them into the wild. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to, I want to turn them loose. After that. So they've got somewhere to run around here. I don't like guys watching guys build for one show and then turn around and put it in the shop until yeah. next year because yeah. they don't have no place to go with it. And I'm not going to do that to them. I want to give them big money payouts to start the year off with and then you've got a baseline to go run the rest of your year with. Yes. How many fucking cars do we have come back to all of our shows from Mother's Day Madness? A lot. A shit time. A lot. That's what I want to do. And it was actually broke down all the way through the year, too. Yes. Because we saw some guys that ran at the beginning of the year. They hurt their shit. Hurt their shit, or they're pretty busy during the summer with family vacations and whatnot. And then, and then they come out in, in the fall. Yeah. But I'm wanting to do that for somebody else. Like, let me, help me help you. Yep. Yeah. So hopefully we can make that shit work. Because like I said, if I can't get somebody on board, I don't know if it's even worth the time fucking with. Actually, the headache for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Because it, again, this sounds terrible saying this, but it ain't no sweat off my nuts. If you know, if they do have to go park in the weeds, but I don't want, I don't want to have to do that. Yep. Yeah. Well, on another subject, uh, we do have a guest. Um, we're getting him over the phone. Um, he's a long ways away. Um, he ran Wasich Wipeout mm-hmm. in a nasty fucking 03. Then went to, I'm um, hopefully I pronounce this right, Jueb, J-U-A-B. Uh, so let's just let him tell us all about it. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Utah. Richfield, right? Richfield, Utah, Mr. Yep. Chance Ogden. What is up, man? Oh, uh, just living the life, hanging out. Cashing great big fat checks. Yeah, that's pretty nice to finally <laughs> get a big one. 
I got a question. Is that is that check heavier than a normal check? Um, I've never had a big check like that handed out to me. So, and I've never had a big like a big check written to me either. So, um, we'll we'll know when it hits the bank account. <laughs> well, we're gonna jump off in here, man. Um, we know you've been running out to Utah. How did you get your start in this badass sport that we all love so much? So my grandpa, um, he started derbying in the late seven, early seventies, and so um, and then my dad, and my uncles all done it, and so I'm just falling in the footsteps. We all started driving when we were like 15, 14, 15 years old, and just I've been in it since I was, I could literally walk and crawl into a shop and grab tools to help my, any way I can. So, yeah, it's just pretty much a family thing we've done forever, third generation, and I'm sure my kids will be right there when they're ready to do it. You know, we're getting ready to uh, take our first trip to Utah, and that's why I thought it was so cool that we were going to get you on here about this time, but... Um, Let's go back to Washits County. Washits wipe out. Um, yeah, me and you conversed. A good <laughs> me and you conversed a little bit before the show. Um, you had a nasty ride. Just didn't quite work out in the heat for you. No, we. Um, so in the rules, I was kind of. There's some things that obviously. A lot of people saw what I had to cut on the back of my car. Um, all of it? And the rules on this. Yeah, all of it. So, back end didn't really go how I wanted it to, but um, Chris and Sam were super willing to work with me, and I was just honest with, honest what happened, with what happened, what I did to it. And But there's some things on the steering components on L3 that I was a little skeptical on. Um, they just said no alternating links of the steering so like I shortened my center link but I didn't squeeze it and so I that was my fault so instantly just steering on those of these are pretty hard to mess with anyways so we just swapped that pretty quick um well about halfway through I kind of really lost it when I took some dumb tried to take some dumb shots on Graham Barker so but yeah he was not the best driving for me, but you always found him buddies. Oh yeah, that we've got some buddies, and we've talked about it before. You never really lose; you just you learn. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. We we didn't have too much work after the after the heat, though. Just some steering stuff and um, two plates on it, and then we were ready to go again for the drugs. And you went, you got through the grudge, you got your ride to the main, um, and then you got the unfortunate event of getting scooped up like a fucking dump truck and got put on your lid, which they, they did announce that once you got over once, you were done. Like in the years prior... You what was it two or, or however many you wanted as long as it was safe to get back in? Um, 
So Utah has been pretty much, if you get rolled over, um, they just call it the ultimate kill shot. Um, and if you roll someone, you're done. But if you get, if you roll yourself, um, if it means that state like you are safe to go again, then you can hop back in the car. But if you roll someone like, oh, I got rolled, then it's just an ultimate kill shot and you're out. So, which I, it's kind of cool. Makes it really entertaining because for the fans, um, I think that's one reason why we have it, how good we have it in Utah is because our fans, like we, the last three weekends, um, the last three weekends we've had shows with over 10,000 um, people in the stands, and plus other shows that were sold out in other areas of the state. So, And that's right there. What, what's good. I'm ready to come out. <laughs> I'm ready to get the book out there. Well, yeah, we, we're the, lucky, so. how now that next question is, you know, I know you guys have stupid big unreal payouts out there, you know, eight, ten, fifteen thousand with five thousand dollar mad dog, or uh, how do you guys figure out which shows that you're gonna? Do you try to schedule them, or is it just kind of hit and miss? However, you know, the wife and the kid thing goes, or work and um, corporate. Yeah, for me, it's kind of just more, um, like, I have a couple of buddies that I'm really good friends with, um, that I'll, we try to hit the same shows just so we can run together and have a good time, but even the years past, it's just, um, just what rules that you like the best, because Stern, they have really good set of rules, and they're awesome people. Um, I don't run their stuff as much, just because they're more on the stock side of the builds and we, I like the more heavier builds. You get the kickers, um, 80 cars, hump plates, and spindles, and cam bars to the frame and everything. So just try to find those shells and um, just, yeah, let's just kind of, we know the first three weekends of August are going to be crazy with uh, the last weekend of July and then the next three weekends of August are just pretty much gun-co for Derby in Utah. That's when all the county fairs happen in Utah pretty much for those three, four weeks. So we just that's when all on that and we just know don't plan anything. That's when all hell breaks family. loose. Right? That's when all hell breaks loose. That's when it's all hands on deck yeah. trying to get it fixed for the next one and then the next one and then you can finally take a little bit of a breather. And come up yep. to Salt Lake City in September and hang out with us. Yeah, well, we're definitely going to be trying. Um, we, I'm definitely going to be trying to make that one just to, so we can finally meet in person. And, um, yeah, I, I like going out to watch Stern Go shows. But definitely, the driving style, a bit, a little bit different. Because the car's a little bit softer, but they just they get some of those speeds, but now you in my opinion you kind of got a little bit of a godsend because you know you did get put on your lid at wasage but you didn't ruin a car when you did that so you got to take it am i pronouncing this correct jueb yeah yep jueb so um I didn't really post much about what was going on. So I actually, Monday morning, or Monday after I got off work, 
before, like last week, I pulled into the shop, my car into the shop and uh, locked that. I went to turn my motor over and I was locked up because there was about four inches of dirt in my cylinder four. Oh, shit. So I called my engine builder and he came straight down and uh, we got that thing torn apart and got it cleaned up as good as we could. And he was there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday before the show so we can get that thing up and ready to go. So I had a little bit of work. It was more just engine work and um, just, I honestly didn't even throw any more plates on the car or anything. I had six plates I could throw on the car and I just, the car wants to see how that thing bends with my first 03 mirror. So I want to see where it bends without plates. Well, I got that. I got the picture before uh, the one that you sent me, and I told you it was a wicked-looking bitch. And just how you did everything in the front, the pictures that I saw, it looked like you did it right, and it doesn't look like that was your first 03, but I'm going to say this. I don't think that'll probably be your last 03. Yeah, we... I've helped with some O3s, but um, this is like my first O3. We've only done bolt-in cradles until this year. Um, like I've only done a bolt-in cradle with the people that have helped build them, but I've definitely taken my time and going out to Blizzard Bash and studying them, making sure that I did it right. Not I didn't want to half-ass it, so I pulled that. I pulled the frame and then in December, so. Well, I'm gonna ask you. I'm going to ask you, like I've asked all the other 03 guys, was it as nasty and as hard up front as you wanted it to be? Um, I was actually really impressed. Um, well, it snapped. I don't know if you saw the after picture of my car from UAB, but both the ends on my half inch one uh, were snapped clean off. Oh, shit. So. <laughs> yeah, we and and I um I pulled into the finals at Juab and was like I looked over and I was getting wet by my training cooler. My training cooler had a pinhole in it, so it was shooting up. So I was like, I got five minutes just to put this into the floor to test this car. Somehow I got lucky. So, but yeah, they're they're definitely hard. next build you'll know not to where you have to cut the whole top of your rear frame rails out <laughs> yeah I'll, um i was i wanted to be able to prove a point to some some um some of the guys that um that i get along with but they just they just had the numbers over me at the last couple of years and i just wanted to i wanted to come with the car that that but it's going to be hard front and back, and they didn't know what hit him, but I didn't do a good enough job. Chris caught a pretty, I messed up in a couple little spots when I, when I tapped the back rails, and Chris caught those spots, and then also fresh paint in the, in the inside of the rails kind of gave it away, too, so. You live and learn. Yep, we live and learn, and 
Um, I won't do it. I won't do it again. But we'll we'll definitely be ready um, with a little bit different tricks for the years coming. So now, what they said on all the live feed for the Wasit show was I didn't realize this. Utah has a pretty big pecking order. Because, yeah. I mean, there was guys from hometown, you know, from, hell, there was guys from both Hebrew cities were going at it because there yeah. was that pecking order. How do you guys figure out how to get around that said pecking order? Um, so, the last couple of years, like the Hebrew boys, they, um, they just have, they're all good buddies up there, which we got to, so... Right now, it's, I feel like it's like Hebrew boys and then the Central Utah boys, but it's like me, it's Jared Johnson. Um, there's a bunch of us in that area, and we're all younger. We're I'm in the, like, I'm 27, Jared's 19, his brother's 22, 23, and then got the, um, there's a bunch of us that are under 25 and, or under 30, how about that? So... Um, and then you got those, like T. Genesee, Brad Bowman, Ryan Sweat, um, the King Crash guys that that have ran forever, and the old school um, guys, the old school guys that are trying to, um, they they're still kicking butt, they're still bringing home paychecks, and um, so we're just they just they got their little group, and for a long time they were they just had the numbers over. Um, pretty much it was like me and a couple other guys, but now I think it's time that the pecking order is not as bad this year. I felt like, but it definitely um, there definitely has been a pecking order before, but I didn't feel like it was that bad this year because I think everyone had a more sense of themselves because um, Central Utah had quite a bit of numbers at Wasatch to compete so they couldn't they couldn't more get the team driving started so well you had the Johnson boy in that wagon that was just fucking nasty yeah (laughs) that kid is changing the sport in Utah he's he's one like he helped me a lot on my car um showing me tricks and he's the one that showed me how to do my trunk I had no idea where to even start on just the body of the trunk and he walked me like he helped me through it and he's that kid for 19 years old people better watch out because that kid can build some cars so now I mean you're just saying that right there at at the age of 19 he is getting ready to blow on a national scene in a hurry yes not he, just a Utah scene. He's now climbing, he's going to be moving. He's climbing quick, and um, and I think I honestly think he can go compete anywhere and do just fine. Like he he drives hard. He built top notch car or cars. He has a good drive train. Everything like he. I don't. He's definitely no slouch, and I think he proved up to a lot of people this last year. Um, or this year, and like that watch ad that he's not be messed with. Hell, we might have to get him on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's definitely, he's one of my best friends. Um, 
he's actually he's going out to help uh, Dalen build Dalen Brown build some trunks here in the next couple weeks and stuff. So he's he's definitely hit the national scene just with traveling to help some guys out build cars and stuff already. So yeah, I mean Dalen doesn't know nothing about new styles, but. <laughs> <laughs> He's Dylan, so gonna kick me in Dylan, the dick. A good, I've talked to him a little bit. I haven't talked to him a lot, but I have nothing bad to say about any derby driver. Really, they all—they all are badasses for doing this sport, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah. Well, man, you went to Juab. Uh, you pulled off a big ass check, uh, but it wasn't it one of your uh, one of your buddies that was in the top three with you. Yeah, so Tyson Shelley, um, he's one of my, another one of my good friends. Um, it's Derek Shelley's uh, boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he pulled off the top three, and I couldn't be more proud of like how he drove and everything. Did it. for that night. My it was my first time my uh, two year old got to see me drive, so that's cool. How did that work out for you? Because my my three year old daughter got to watch me run out at uh, Whiskey City on TV, and she was freaking out like she didn't <laughs> like it. <laughs> so I got a three year old and a two year old. Um, both of them are Same. just die hard motor fans. Like they they that's all they care about. They just like my three year old. That's all he talks about for like all year long. Derby cars dirt bikes so I grew up racing dirt bikes my family's big into dirt bikes and derby cars and stuff so it's that's just our life we just non-stop dirt bikes motor uh derby cars anything monster trucks they they just love it so we don't they just want to be going to something watching that and I think it's more hard on my wife and the grandmas when they're watching the kid, uh, watching the kids in the fence because they don't want to sit still. They just want to be going and coming out with me. But kind of hard when you're working on cars and driving. So. Well, it sounds like you've got a hell of a support system to do what you do with a very supportive wife. You've got a couple little rugrats that are all about it. And, you know, do you see the – do you see maybe one of them getting ready to start in a few years in that youth class, or is that something that's not really big in Utah yet with, like, the all the youth um, stuff? Yeah, so my wife, I couldn't ask for a better wife. She's in nursing school right now, plus letting me get stuff done on cars, spending two or three days, like, nights away from the kids sometimes and, and still passing nursing school. Like, you can't ask for a better wife, in my opinion, so... But the youth class, um, they don't start until about, uh, I think, 12 is the minimum age for here. So we're still a ways away, but um, I'm actually going to go buy my kid a power wheel, my three-year-old power wheel, and so let him do some power wheel derbies and stuff, and just let him go cruise that and get my two-year-old one, too, and so they can just crash. Um, I'm sure they're going to destroy each other sometime <laughs> in the future. Yeah, I've got, like I said, I've got a two and a three-year-old, a two-year-old boy and a three-year-old girl and then a 12-year-old boy. Well, the two and the three-year-old are already just demolishing Hot Wheels. <laughs> I mean, I bought him a couple of those derby packs the other day 
And my two-year-old has been in there running it into everything in my living room. <laughs> yeah. I, we have these Strider bikes. Um, they're like a balance bike that they can ride around. They push around. Like, yeah. Those kids, we have, we got holes in the wall and, our, <laughs> and then just, just right on the walls as hard as they can. They just think it's funny. Well, and then I, they run into each other and... Oh yeah, I've got to get I've got to get my two year old. Me and him are gonna to have to sit down and have a talk because every time he goes to the shop with me, he sees my Mopar sitting out there. He's like, "Jump, daddy, <laughs> jump!" And I'm like, "Hey, easy, easy." Two year old throwing shit at you. Yeah, that's funny. No, there's nothing wrong with a Mopar. I ran Mopars or Mopar motors for a long time. I've only one ran one Mopar car, and it was my first car of the. Uh, 76 Dova. Not a bad first car. <laughs> yeah, then we went to the dark side and started with Vix. Been doing it for, building Vix for 11 years now. I guess that's, uh, Derek has finally talked me into it. I guess that's where I'm headed next. I'm I'm finally out of Mopars. I've used up all my M-bodies and R-bodies. <laughs> yeah, we, it's hard to find, well, it's hard to find more like old iron down here because you've got some of the bigger names that got more money than me that I I can't afford to go buy the old iron, so I just stick to these new styles that I can just get for two hundred bucks. That's what we've been running into around here too. Well, scrap hurt everything around here so bad. So you know all the old oh. farmers and stuff that had you know old iron sitting back in fence rows that were okay cars. Um, scrap got up to two hundred ninety dollars a ton and. They were hauling that shit as fast as they could. Jeez, we need we need your scrap prices. Our scrap prices are like fifteen bucks a ton. It feels like. Well, I, think I, can, I get like I think I get like seventy five bucks for uh, like a a pound bit of with a full cage in it. Holy shit! Yeah, y'all get the ass raped. We're still doing a little better <laughs> than that right now. I think we're yeah. at like one. 40, 140-ish right now. Eh, it's, it'll, it's kind of, it'll play. It'll play. Well, Chance, other than you coming up to hang out with us in September, we hope, uh, you got anything else on the schedule for the year, or is it uh, chill time? Um, I'm, I might, I'm going to go look at my car um, probably tomorrow, see what I need to do to get it ready for another just county fair show up, so just a one and done. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be running it. I might let one of my buddies run it. Um, and he's been in my pit crew for the last couple of years. And, um, he, he had a car, but he sold it. And so I just kind of might repay and let him drive my car if it fits a bit. Um, it's just more helping my buddies get ready for Gold Rush. Um, got Jared Johnson and Park the Lab, and he's just going to try to help them get their cars ready to go for Gold Rush any way I can help them. So. That's, um, you know, other than other than the Utah trip, I mean, we've got some good stuff around here, but everybody is really prepping and priming for the gold rush. And that's... Well, and some Blizzard Bash. I mean, we got some guys that are yeah. teeing off for Blizzard Bash. But we can't do it all. So we've kind of yeah. decided to pick, hey, let's well, go. Well, that whole Utah deal kind of threw a wrench. Are you going to blame me now? I mean, I'm good with it. I'm just saying. 
But no, just just the opportunity that we get to have, you know, and seeing all our our buddies going up to Gold Rush, whether it's in the uh, single setting or the team settings, you know, I think that's where you're going to see a lot of strategies played out with these buddies, you know, because you've now you've got a guy that you just said, Mr. Johnson, is actually coming this direction, how to do some trunks, and where Dalen has been talking to him about how to do some new style stuff where those guys could actually run together in that setting to try to come out victorious either way. Oh, yeah. It's definitely going to be – I think it's going to be cool because you got, you got the West Coast, a couple West Coast guys coming, and that really they all can drive hard and, and you got those East Coast boys that – they drive hard too, but we got a little bit different driving style than us. We just, I feel like we're starting to go that way a little bit, but we still like to put it to the floor and drive circles sometimes. Well, is it something in the water? Because we have, I have personally said, you know, just going back and watching all this older Utah footage just from a few years ago, it looks like you guys don't give a single motherfuck about anything. Anything. <laughs> Um, there's no guys that don't, like, um, I know you guys see a lot of Robbie Layton videos, um, Robbie, he just, he's, he's madman, he put it to the floor and, um, and I feel like you get a couple of guys that do put it to the floor and then you have to change the pace, like, I've tried to slow it down before and just, like, I was actually trying to slow it down a little bit for, um, at Wasatch and look what happened that, and I ended up on my top because I was trying to slow it down and there was other guys that didn't want to slow it down. So we, um, we, there's dirties that play both ways, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's the crowd that just did, yeah, because I didn't really have any intentions to even go for a win. Uh, you have, I was actually going to just go put it to the floor. And so we, I don't know, we, Definitely it's just the, the pace is crazy yeah. out there. I mean, you're yeah. so fast paced because, like I said, we've we've talked about it on here a lot. We've got some guys around here that run like that. You know, we got Casey Colt Doyle. They get nasty with it. PJ Snar, um, Dalen, Cody Allen. Uh, I mean, how you see Rob Hewer and shit turn it up. But it's like these oh, guys yeah. got forty of them motherfuckers on the track at all times and doing the same open, shit, just wide open. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I actually was talking to PJ. I sent him a snap um, Friday. I was like, dude, where do I put my plates on this thing? Because <laughs> <laughs> he he got a lot. He got a lot of experience with those threes and stuff. No, um, I'm pretty good friends with uh, Rob and Teddy, and then I I talk to them quite a bit on Snapchat and stuff, and they're all dude, the the thirties team. It's crazy to how far I'm. I'm sixteen hundred miles away from you guys, and it's like, and I can consider you guys all friends because it's like, yeah. And I well, and social media more. helps with that like a shit ton, you know, because I see your post on on Facebook and and you know, and I know that you all see our stuff out here. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it's like whenever we go meet new people, you know, like yourself and. And all these other guys, it's, it's not like even. Know. Yeah, it's not even awkward. 
you just walk up to him, dude, what's up? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's my first year going to Blizzard Bash. I met like Tommy Stark and <laughs> Rob Hewer and um, Eddie Chick and those guys are awesome. Like I, every time I see it, I see Tommy, it's like we just let, we just saw each other the other day. Yep. And same with Eddie. Eddie, I talk to Eddie. We'll message Eddie once in a while and see how he's doing and stuff. And just that's pretty cool to see. Well, he's like 106 he's now. He's just cratching the hole, but he, he's good. <laughs> he's gonna throw shit at us. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, but man, uh, we definitely we need to catch up in September if you can make that happen. Um, yeah, the 16th, right? Yes. My okay. editor yeah, slash wife is sitting right next to me, and, and I'm going to inform her for the first time. I have every intention of coming to Wasset's Wipeout next year. So uh, I want to see two different ends of the spectrum. I want to see a light wheel build, and I want to see everything thrown at a car. Yeah, we we definitely get spoiled with the varieties of rules we got. I mean, you guys... You guys have it too, but you, I feel like um, it's more street stock out there. So we get like Sterndorf's kind of street stock, but then you get like Wasatch County, uh, Utah County. Um, that's the Spanish folk show that um, Joker puts on. And then um, Jurab. And it, I, I think total payout between the three shows was over $500,000 between the three shows. Jesus Christ. Half a million dollars in three shows. And, th- and it's back-to-back-to-back weekends. Whew. Like, Ryan Schwab, he came out, he ran. Um, he had some bad luck um, with some stuff, but um, he ran all three weekends. Like, San Mando comes out, runs all three weekends. Um, yeah, like, I think the one year, I know TJ McGee, he... I think he got like second at Wasatch, one Spanish sport, and then got like second or something at uh, at New Avenue, you know, almost like fifty thousand dollars. You can back up some. Co- you can back up some old iron doing that shit. You can really stockpile your old iron winning fifty Gs in in a month. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I'm pumped with the 10 G's, but I'm pretty sure it's already blown. So, <laughs> well, you did say your motor builder was at your house for four days. Yeah, he, you know, he's super good. He, um, he, he built Jared Johnson's motors, um, Derek Shelley's motors. He, um, I can't ask for a better engine builder. Really, he, he was uh, like 45 minutes, less than 45 minutes away from me and for him to drive down and, uh, help me out for four nights pretty much uh, get this thing ready it's pretty awesome in my opinion well all the work paid off is what it looked like yep and finally it's been it's been a long time I've won small shows but nothing big so we're finally I'm happy to finally get a big show win well I told Derek that if it wasn't for fear of a divorce, 
I probably would have bought Justin Broadhead's car <laughs> since we're going out there just so I could say I've run in Utah. Oh, well, should have bought it and I could have went and grabbed it and we could have got it running and everything. Yeah, yeah my <laughs> wife put the brakes on that shit real quick. She was like, you remember four years ago when we got married and we didn't go on a honeymoon? And you said that we would catch up with that? Yeah, we're not buying a $6,500 car to go to a fucking derby in Utah. I was like, fine, shit. Shit, I think you get a thousand bucks just for showing up to that show. That's what just, I said. Just for passing, you got to pass tech. Yeah, I just got to pass tech and you get a thousand bucks. That's what I told her. But she didn't care. <laughs> so that went to a $5,500 car. <laughs> yeah. Then you just leave it out here and then uh, just catch some um, cheap flights for the <laughs> other shows and just run it until it's junk. Yep, and then sell the drivetrain to somebody out there and wipe the slate clean. Yeah, we we're actually going to do something like that. Um, me and my uncle Danny, um, he did a lot of rap, like uh, raffle cars and stuff for like Josh Decker and that San Felipe show. He was actually going to do that, take a boat uh, drivetrain and everything, and ship it out to um, out there and get it on drivetrain and stuff. But he decided to sell out, which. I don't blame him. He's been doing it for a long time. So, well, man, we like I said, we hope you uh, can make that trip up on the morning of the sixteenth. Um, we're gonna land, I think, at like three thirty Friday afternoon, uh, and then we're gonna get to go straight to work um, from the hotel. Uh, so, I think we're gonna have a little dead time Saturday morning. So, that's my game plan because I gotta drink a couple beers somewhere. <laughs> well, um. I'll see what we can do. If you guys fly in Friday, we can hit um, hit some good old taco shops up there and um, show, give you a little tour of Salt Lake and stuff. It's pretty cool. There's some good places to be up there, and there's some good bars that have some homemade uh, beer and stuff. So, Game the fuck on. Yes, sir. All yeah. right, bro. Man, we appreciate you getting on, dude. Well, we appreciate the shit out of you getting on with us. Uh, I know this is, we've had to try this. I've had to, this plan for probably a couple months, but I just, uh, like I told Stephen, this just got planned out at the absolute perfect time after last weekend. And congrats on that big ass win. Um, we hope to see you 15th or the 16th. And uh, see you in a month. Yeah, we'll see you in a month, we hope. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thanks for um spreading the derby world the derby game across the country i think this is pretty cool so well, i appreciate it so. we thank we thank you dude and uh hopefully in a month we'll see you man yeah we'll see you then we'll have a good night all right thanks chance okay, bye. all right bye. there he was yep mr 903 we t- we were talking, you know, during the Wasset stuff, and and uh, <laughs> I want to go out there more because them motherfuckers like to take us places. <laughs> Every time we go around here, people are like, "All right, it's time for you motherfuckers yeah. to get out of here," <laughs> or you're gonna work first and then get out of here. Um, but that just he kind of answered it, you know, because we've been saying these dudes are out there; they're just wide the fuck open. And then the clicks, you know, the groups, the OGs against the young guns. 
and I know it's separated by probably a town and maybe just a hundred miles or so. Strength in numbers. So you're talking OGs who have been in the game for a long time, you know, like the CJ McPhee, uh, his group. And now you've got these young guns like Chance and, and the Johnson boys and that you're only going to see better shows because you're not going to see one group just walk the dog on another group. Now you're going to see them battling it out. Who's going to outdrive who? Whose shit's going to last the longest? But what's still cool as shit about that is like he just said, they'll all still help each other. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, would you ever imagine that a guy from New London is having a guy from Utah fly in to help him on a bill? Well, and just like Chance said, he snapped PJ. Mm-hmm. We're not with these planes. Correct. You know, like... It, that that's what this podcast right here. This is the shit we were talking about. This is what we want people to know about. Yep. Because they're like, oh, they're just a bunch of fucking rednecks running cars into each other. It's bigger than that. Times a hundred. We are a bunch of rednecks running cars into each other, helping each other all yes. the way across the United States and mm-hmm. Canada. Don't forget about Canada. Knowing the law of physics. Because we've said it. This game is physics, geometry, fuck algebra. That's out. But those two, geometry yeah, and physics. Yeah, nobody wants to know what my, where my ex is. <laughs> They're trying to find my fucking ex. No, she's an ex for a reason. Crazy, crazy bitch. <laughs> but, and I did call her bitch because I do know her name. But he and said I, he meant it with the utmost no, respect. I meant that with the utmost disrespect. <laughs> But no, that's, you know, we, we had talked about it personally. Uh, the Stern Dirt is a little bit lighter build. They call them light welds. I haven't really dug into the rules. I did do some looking at the rule, and it's really cool because it's, I would call it a blend of our, like, stock and street stock class. No protectors. Well, yeah, and, it, and it's, 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 there's a little bit more. Like, you'll have to check the rules out, but that's what I would call it a blend of. Um, and whenever I say our stock rules, I'm talking about, you know, back whenever, like our filthy rules, um, you know, tank protector stuff, shit like that, plates. Um, it's a, it's a cool build, you know, it's like, like we've talked before, a lot of guys like that build. Um, you know, you can talk to people like him that, they like that harder shit. We've got people around here that like the harder stuff. Um, but 03 with kickers, I wouldn't ever think they even needed fucking plates. Not <laughs> really. Well, I mean, you build anything hard enough. It's going to bend somewhere. It's got to. Yeah. And, you know, just like he said, he, well, I mean, he T- snapped PJ. Yeah. Well, TJ Stark, or Tommy Stark, had a bad motherfucking 03. Mm-hmm. And that has been a few years back, like before 03s were 03s. Before um, 03s came back. Yeah. Um, you know, whenever he running, you know, Salisbury. Against Rob and the Cadillacs and mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, like, it was holding its own there. You know, well, I was there that night. Uh, Riggs. Zach Riggs or Zach Words were. I will never get in another one of these motherfuckers with Utah Star. <laughs> Verbatim. It, it, knocked his, it knocked his fucking Crocs off. Yes, it did. <laughs> oh, yes. I will never forget that night. <laughs> he said, fuck that. 
Well, Tommy was sailing that bitch oh, yeah. across that track, and Rob was like, fuck it, let's <laughs> yep. do it. Yep. And he spun that Cadillac around down there to the other end and met him on the business end. Business end to business end. And sparks and shit <laughs> flew everywhere. Crocs. <laughs> All rigs on his Crocs. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that shit was wild. Thanks, Chance, for getting on here, bringing some light. And like I said, you know, congrats on that. But here's here's the weird thing. We were talking, and the world can see his check was ten thousand dollars. She got it. Mad Dog paid eleven, <laughs> and that's what he said because he's like, they told me if I wouldn't have won, I would have got the Mad Dog. So if he would have got second. Plus the mad dog. That would have been like sixteen grand. But he said that there was a it's a kid, younger kid, uh, he got the mad dog. He doesn't have the best equipment out there, you know. Cause we all kinda know if you're gonna play that game, you better know how to build good shit or have some pretty deep pockets. But I think this kid is on the lower end of the build and the shit they get he got the mad dog for it. And like Chance told me, he's like, dude, I was so happy for him. I said, because it's a younger kid trying to get his setup to where it needs to be, knowing that $11,000 is going to help that. Right. Whether it's transmission. I mean, 11 G's, he's got a killer transmission and a rear end and a really good short block for 11 grand. So he can progress. He can build his shit up or he can go buy a whole new setup. It's completely whatever he wants to do, but, you know, Chance being Chance, that was, he liked that just about as much as he did winning. So, uh, we want to thank him for getting on, taking his time out. I know he's a he's an hour behind us, so I think he just got home from work and got maybe a little bit dinner, and like he said, he's going to go to the, down to the shop tomorrow and, and see if it's fixable. Let one of his buddies run it. Yep. Let him full send that bitch. Because I'm telling you, it's hard. <laughs> it is hard. Hard, hard. So, uh, uh, what, what I love about all this, and time and time again, I, I repeat myself when I say it, how humble these guys are. Mm-hmm. Um, just like that, I mean, like we've never actually met those guys. No. You know? um, I think I actually might have met uh, Chance. Ch- Chance at Blizzard Bash. Bash. I was probably not playing it. Um, but just like that, yeah. Uh, let me know whenever y'all get landed. Take you around, show you what's up. I'm gonna have to tell Johnny we gotta hurry the fuck up with this podcast, bro. <laughs> we got shit to do. We got shit to do. I'm thinking about maybe just accidentally leaving this shit at home. <laughs> oh man, we was gonna do a podcast. Out there. We couldn't get that shit through TSA. Stephen was carrying it. He did a cavity search. Uh, I can only keep the three mics. Stephen couldn't make it through with the backpack on. <laughs> uh, he could not make it through with the backpack on. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, but, but how humble, you know, I mean, seriously, like that right there, like that, that fucking, it blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, this I'm, is one thing that we were really looking forward to. 
this is what I wanted this podcast to do. Mm-hmm. Give us the opportunity to go places that we weren't going to have the opportunity mm-hmm. to do. I talked. I mean, she's heard me talk about it, you know. I, I'd love to go out I've there. I've talked about the shit, you know. But now we've got a reason. Yep. And it it's starting to get us the proposals we're looking for. Yep. Because all that it's doing with these guys, whenever they invite us places like this, you know, Johnny, his crew, badass, you know, hey, we'll put you all up. You just get your ass out here. Yep. It, like I said, it, it's it's breathtaking. Mm-hmm. It, it's fucking cool. Um, they're helping us be more informative. They're helping us make this more uh, enjoyable and broadening everybody's horizon. I mean, without the opportunity to do that, we've got nothing for the listeners. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we can sit there and we can go to all these local shows and we're going to cover the same guys all the time. Right. And I mean, don't get me wrong, we're still going to do that. But the better we can educate ourselves mm-hmm. on what's going on inside the Derby world with that real life experience, we get to go meet these guys. We're going to sit down with them face to face. For the listeners. The listeners that keep downloading. The ones that are telling their buddies, hey, yep. listen to this. You know, the, these guys are dumbasses, but there's a few things in here that you might want to hear. <laughs> it could be your comedic relief for the week. <laughs> but it, it's... Here's what's cool. We did talk before. Old Bud's podcast... Is flying out the same weekend to Utah yeah. as we are. They're taking the long way. <laughs> They've got a couple stops on the way there and back. I've been informed Jeremy Petty from Washington is flying out as well. Hey, I, we've been saying. Yep. Yeah. Because that dude, I, I don't know whether we've got a way This motherfucker that. posts before I do here. I post here at yep. a quarter till six every Thursday morning. Two weeks in a row, his shit was out and shared before I could even share it. Maybe so, you need to get up earlier. You need to fuck all the way off. <laughs> um, I, I meant that, that with dude, I meant that with full amount of respect. <laughs> I mean that dude has been ridiculously supportive. Yes, I mean, he's got a son on it now. Oh really? Yeah. High school football player. Oh, oh. yeah, he messes me. He's like, man, I love your podcast. Oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> we'll teach him things that he won't learn in Port Angeles, Washington. <laughs> High school. Oh, but it's just it, it's insane the amount of downloads that we're getting, um, the support from these big time promoters, um, Sam Williams. Johnny Gulo. Yeah, I mean, I talked to Sam today <laughs> because I was like, hey, man, is there any way I can get another seat? You know, my wife, I think she's going to be able to come with me to South Dakota. And he was like, of course. She's way cooler than you. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> uh, one thing that we did, we did launch. Uh, A little merchandise. Yes. TB Creations will still do the cups, yeah. uh, the koozies, that stuff. But the shirts, the hoodies, the hats, um, 
you can order right off that link. And you can always hit us up if you're looking for something different. Correct. Um, we can make we can make about whatever you want. Possibilities are endless. Um, sky's the limit with that stuff. Um, do you have any of the price? Li- oh, we've got these, the badass keychains. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're funny because they've got us on. Like their our faces. Are right yes. There. I thought people would enjoy that. Um, and like I said, it, it, I mean, Dale Colbert used it for two derbies for a fucking Target. I was going to say, <laughs> you know, so no uh, telling what anybody else will be able to want to do with it. Um, so we'll probably have some of this stuff with us when we're in Utah. If Since we're flying, I don't think we'll be able to take a lot of. We won't be able to take much. Us, right. We'll have like the soft koozies and yes. keychains at least. Because I'll put them soft koozies. I'll wear cargo shorts or something. <laughs> uh, but the link is, is shared through Hard Nose. I believe it was shared through my page and your page as well. Um, Plus, I think the other 15 shares we got off of all that. Yeah. So it's out there. Check the interweb. Short sleeve t-shirts are going to cost you 25 bucks plus shipping. Uh, long sleeve t-shirts, 25 bucks plus shipping. Go ahead and tell them the cool thing about the sizes, though. That not a lot of people are doing. The sizes are the same price across the board. Whether there are two shirts that are two dollars more because I absolutely could not get them. Ah, uh, so I think it's normal mid, little midgets to yeah. two X or three X are, are the same I price. Our damnedest. And hey, guys, this this will all be. Something that will change down the road. The better deal we can get you all, we're going to. Oh, yes. Because as we've talked a million times, we're not trying to get rich off this shit. Mm-mm. Um, and I'm not going to lie, I kind of like seeing people walk around with shit that says nose on it. Yep. Or drinking beer with their four-in-one koozies or drinking coffee out of their 20-ounce tumblers. Everybody likes them, them four-in-one, man. Everybody yeah. that's got one loves the fucking books. Yep. I've lost two so far. I'm probably not going to get another one. <laughs> we, we tried to stay competitive with anything. I mean, like a a hoodie is 35 bucks. You'll go to any show and that hoodie will be 50 Right. You know. Um, Again, like I said, not trying to break break the bank. Nope. Prices are, are just... Because there's some de- design stuff that I want to talk to our... Uh, creator lady over here with because I'm I'm want, I've had a few people ask about the caricatures on the mm. back of stuff. I just don't know how I feel about my, my face being <laughs> thrown around like that. Oh I think they're cool it's cool on the keychains. Well I am serious, I've had a few people ask like, hey, can we get that shit up on the back of there? It's like fuck I'll make you some booty shorts. <laughs> We're also going to look into changing the green in the logo. We've had a request for. I've had a request. Um, a very good supporter, some southern brethren that uh, used a lot of pink in their cars. Yeah. He said, "Man, is there any way you can change that bumper to pink, or maybe the outline of the green to pink?" And I said, "Well, we're probably going to have to get a hold of." 
the guy, Mister Broadhead, <laughs> to see if he can to send it over. But uh, Tyler, we're working on it. <laughs> and if we can keep working on, and, and we'll like I said, you all got to give us just time and suggestions if there's something. Yeah, there. because like I feel like that's one of those deals that would become an option. You know. Later on, you know how you can yeah. sometimes you can change font, whatnot. which I haven't even done anything with Justin because I know he's trying to play catch up. Dude's been busy, 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 uh, and along with hitting shows, yeah, and tech and shows, yeah, uh, and photography, <laughs> photographing shows. I mean, it's he's as busy as us, if not busier. I'm gonna guess he's a little bit more busy because I know what I did today. I know what I did today, but we're not going to talk about what I did today. I did not fucking. <laughs> so, just keep them coming, man. Keep the downloads coming. We're going to do everything in our ability to bring you what you want to hear. Uh, the next few weeks, I'm hoping are going to be, be really cool. Shit about Utah. Yep. Leading up to this one, and then we've got. Uh, we're going to have some coverage for. Terry Lyerly Memorial, second annual. That was a uh, request from Macho Nachos himself. Some uh, 40G payouts, 7,500 win street stock. Yeah. yeah. Talking about that number nine spot in the street that stock. That number nine spot. There's a G-Bird. <laughs> Avery Hunault won it last year. Yep. So, and I... I know what he was in. Yup. 03 life <laughs> so uh, keep it coming man like I said we're going to do the best we can for you just keep on and uh, get keep to see it. a bunch of badass youth drivers there too oh, oh my maybe get to see old Griff 1208 <laughs> doing work yeah he ought to get the highest bumper the mad dog <laughs> and a trophy so uh, any last words no sir Make jump balls.